Hello there. Today is Monday, December 5th, and it's time for the 5th December gift from me to you. Today, I, I want to share with you my thoughts about creating a culture of care at work. It's actually a topic that I've spent a lot of time thinking about, researching, uh, trying to help create, and exploring during the past year or so. And as more of my work uh, as a coach and a consultant also focuses on, on how we can create more inclusive and safe and caring workplaces. And to be honest, when I first think about the topic, it almost surprises me that we still have to actually intentionally uh, think about this at work. Because as humans, we care for each other. We are creatures of empathy and love and care. Yes, we are also cruel individuals. We are also creatures of war and anger. And anger doesn't necessarily have to be bad, but uh, so maybe take back anger. But we're also cruel creatures, if we put it that way. But I choose to believe in the goodness of people. That has always been what has, what's been driving me, that I believe in the goodness of people, regardless of all the suffering in the world that we also create ourselves. But I think that the good can win. And I think that kindness can win. And we recently celebrated, I think, a kind, kind day of kindness or something like that I saw. So, so, so today, my thoughts are about how to create a culture of care and why we want to do that. I think the why is pretty obvious. Uh, workplaces where where there's bullying, teasing, uh, exclusion, toxic workplaces, basically, uh, are not good for anyone. I think it's pretty obvious. I think we're talking about something very obvious when we talk about culture of care and psychological safety at work. And that's why it kind of surprises me that we need to spend so much time talking about something so obvious and putting a lot of resources into, into promoting and nurturing and developing care at work. So I wonder what you think. Psychological safety comes up a lot in my, in my coaching and in my different trainings, and it's very important. I'm going to, in the future, talk more about that. And, uh, and, and again, how do you create safe workplaces where you are? That's what I wonder. And when we talk about creating a culture of care, where do we start? And why, why do we need to talk about it? And, and how can we move kind of move towards that type of workplaces where people actually feel care about, cared about. 
So, uh, yeah. So how do you do that? First, when you think about what makes for a friendly workplace, what makes for a kind workplace? And when we think about it, it's pretty simple, actually. It's not rocket science. It's pretty simple. It's about being kind toward each other. It's about being respectful. I think that's one of the really key building blocks, respect for each other respect for for each other's differences, different point of views, different skills, different talents, different personalities. Yep, personalities can be difficult. Uh, It's really about respect. Because if you do not have respect from someone else, or if you do not show respect of others, how can you then really care about them? I'm, I'm not sure if you can do that. So, How do you respect others at work? It's really in our behavior. Do you listen to their ideas? In your meetings, does everyone have an opportunity to speak up? And do we respectfully listen without judgment? We can have different opinions and views and ideas That's actually just good. We need to have different opinions and and ideas because that's really what innovation and creativity is. But there needs to be respect and trust for those to grow and to flourish. And that's what creating a culture of care is all about. It's about well-being and health. It's about people feeling safe. It's about showing that we care. So when someone is struggling to perhaps walk up and ask that person how they're doing and what's going on. Uh, but it's really about including everyone and to including different points of point uh, points of view. And we talk a lot about in, um, innovation kind of security that where people feel safe and where they feel that it's okay to have perhaps crazy ideas and and it's okay to share them and to debate them without being personally attacked or feel that one's personality is going to be or one's safety is going to be hurt. In those situations, that's where innovation and creativity and performance really flourish. And just think about that. If you're working in an environment where you're afraid of being punished, of being laughed at, uh, maybe being criticized really harshly and personally with a personal attack, are you going to are you going to want to suggest new ways of doing things or just suggest to take a step back and look at how you're working and explore ways that could be better that could be improved no because why would you stick yourself up there and why would you uh, why would you put yourself in such a vulnerable vulnerable situation makes sense not to So, yeah, it's pretty basic, I think, but we need to be reminded because sometimes selfishness, competitiveness, which is not bad in itself either, by the way, but um, hierarchies, power dynamics, power structures, all negative feelings, jealousy, etc. comes in, enters the team, and it basically 
makes of a soup, a soup of a toxic soup that no one wants to have anything to do with. So think about what are the ingredients in your soup, in your team? What are the different ingredients? What's the base? What's the broth? Is it is your team culture built upon uh, safety and inclusion? And what are the different ingredients you're putting into your soup to make an amazing, uh, tasteful, flavorful soup, which is what really a a high-performing team is? So what can you do? I'm going to end with thinking about what practical things. If one thing is to... You need to talk about things. You need to create a culture where it's safe to talk and where you can talk about how people are feeling. So if you haven't started that yet, now might now would be a good time. And it doesn't mean that you're going to be, as a leader, the therapist of your team, the team therapist. Nope, not, that's not your role. But your role is to lead and to create synergy and to help people work well together. And your role there is really as the facilitator. You know that. So you need to model safety and inclusivity. So that has a lot to do with how you listen to others, what kind of feedback you give. If you encourage people to to try new things, to be fearless, as we talked about in another podcast. Do you give them space to experiment where 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 it's okay? It's not always okay, but in a in an on a project where it's appropriate to try new 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 things. And do you make sure that there's not a harsh criticism or uh, at the end if it doesn't if if it doesn't work out? But mostly, it's really important that you as a team talk about these things and that you spend time also getting to know each other because when you know each other, there is more trust. If it's if your team is impersonal, well, people don't really know each other. They're not going to trust each other, and then it's not going to be a culture of care. It's not going to be a safe team. You can have, you can do simple activities. It doesn't need to be complicated at the beginning at all. It's about taking time to talk, to discuss, perhaps gather around around a cup of coffee, go for a walk. Just taking time to talk to each other. And you can also have different team building activities. I know we often laugh at those that that's just, you know, that's just fun. That, you know, it's just fun and kind of a waste of resources and time, but it really isn't. It really, there's a, it, it brings a lot of return on investment because you're going to have more engaged staff and people performing better and overall a more creative and culture. So I see I'm already at 11 minutes here, so I'm going to wrap up. I have a lot of thoughts about this, and um, I will be returned to this uh, topic later. But so it's Monday. I hope you start your week by thinking about how am I, as a leader, creating a culture of care and inclusion um, and creativity in my team, in my organization. And if you're not in a leadership position, think about how can you influence the team culture where you are, because we are all uh, ingredients in that soup, the team soup, and we, and the ripple effects or the flavor that we bring to the soup is very important. And think about what is the flavor that you are bringing to your team soup? Is it a bitter flavor, or is it a um, 
could be a sweet one. There's a lot of different flavors. Doesn't have to be sweet. Is it savory? Is it salty? But uh, just think about what is your <laughs> team soup and what do you want the flavor to be? Have a good uh, rest of the week or day. Uh, I am. I will be returning to you this week with topics exactly around care, uh, inclusion, uh, uh, grit, perseverance, trauma-informed organizations, and leadership. I do want to touch upon that also. How to have healthy boundaries and what to do about boss burnout, which is, I think, something we don't talk enough about. Enough about. My name is Katerina Holmdidio, and I'm your leadership coach. I'll be back soon.